Life's aches and pains, we all experience them. So I'm excited that Plus CBD Relief is backed by popular demand. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CB Sciences. Plus CBD's Relief line of soft gels is the ideal way to help promote a healthy inflammatory response. Plus CBD Relief is doctor-formulated with recovery-supporting ingredients, including CBD, CBD, A and Levagen PEA, which has been found in clinical trials to relieve severe headache faster than ibuprofen. Relief soft gels help address minor everyday soreness, support joint function, and encourage recovery following strenuous activity. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's Relief Soft Gels. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, today with Layla Mutin because it's our weekly Q&A with Layla. And that means that we answer your questions together. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. So Layla, of course, is our resident nutritionist, and we work together uh, seeing patients and also uh, collaborating on podcasts like this. How are you doing, Layla? Okay, Dr. Hoffman. How are you? Very well, thank you. And uh, refreshed because I just took a week off. You're just back from a trip. Back yes. from a trip. And uh-huh. it's a, one of those midwinter trips that I promised myself because it gets a little gloomy here in New York, you know, yeah. the lack of light and sometimes the cold, although it's been mm-hmm. relatively spring-like here in New York. Um, I took a trip to Death Valley, California. Mm. Uh, which was organized by uh, a touring company called Backcountry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been around for decades, and they do tours all over the world and all over the United States that are either wow. biking, hiking mm-hmm. uh, tours, or sometimes multi-sport tours with kayaking and things. This was a uh, primarily a biking and hiking tour. Ah, okay. And so flew to Las Vegas mm-hmm. uh, right after I finished my show. You know, I jumped on a... Uh, you know, on a taxi to JFK, flew into Vegas, mm-hmm. in the, you know, slept in a hotel, and in the morning the backcountry people picked us up because uh, many people converged on the hotel and they took us to a very nice hotel in Death Valley. In fact, the hotel in Death uh-huh. Valley, because not a lot of hotels in Death Valley. But it's this is actually a very, um, it's a uh, uh, sort of a national, uh, you know, archive mm-hmm. place. A historic mm-hmm. hotel built in 1927 in the middle of Death Valley. Wow! And it's a beautiful old hotel. It's got a very sort of mission style in California. Lovely. And so you might think that going to Death Valley in the winter would ensure you a very hot temperatures. Mm. It actually barely hit 70 on the first couple of days. Oh, wow. And the third day, which was we had to cancel our bike trip because where we they took us to ride our bikes. Uh, was up in the mountains, mm-hmm. and the temperature was about 29 degrees. <gasps> there were snow flurries and winds of 50 to 60 miles an hour. Oh, my goodness. And you're riding your bike. Oh, were you we riding against the no, wind? No, we did not ride our bikes. Oh. We, we scrubbed that. Instead, we took a, a hike. 
Okay. At a lower altitude where the temperature was warmer, and we were protected because we were hiking in canyon. All so, right. uh, you know, you, you want to see pictures of it. Or, you know, I posted pictures on Facebook, mm-hmm. and uh, you can see pictures of what that Great was like. Picks, yeah. But I was proud because I was able to uh, knock out a 49-mile bike ride. Uh-huh. Uh, at mile 47, I got off the bike with many of my other co-riders, mm-hmm. and... Uh, we all went for big ice creams. <laughs> you know, Good. Like, there was like well deserved. That helped me go from about mile thirty to mile forty seven. You, you know, go. was the prospect of a big ice cream cone. <laughs> which I don't usually indulge in. What flavor? I wanna know. Oh, it was uh-huh. okay, I'll tell you. It was uh it was a chocolate with like chocolate brownie. Oh my flavor. god, chocolate. So of it's course. like brownie chunks in chocolate. And then my my favorite oh, is vanilla. Because I'm a kind of vanilla guy. I always like you know, Did you know the most popular uh, ice cream flavor is vanilla all yeah. over the world? I, I didn't vanilla. know that. I love vanilla. But of vanilla. course you had chocolate. Yeah. So, yeah. So, cho- so that fueled me for the last couple of miles. And, uh-huh. and uh, you know, I, my conditioning kept me, you know, I wasn't destroyed from that. It was pretty good. Uh, so we, it, there were a couple of other bike rides. But uh, what's interesting about this group is, you know, I always go with a little apprehension. Like, I don't want to be like the oldest or the slowest person in the group. Uh-huh. You know, like slowing everybody down. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was neither. I was sort of middle of the pack in terms of ability. Uh, there were a lot of older people, hmm. like people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. Uh-huh. One guy was 77, and he was in excellent condition. So that Terrific. gives me hope that I can, you know, spend the next decade on these adventures. He's been everywhere. He's, you know, goes all over the world, you know, on these trips. Uh-huh. And, uh, so nice group of people, uh, professionals, many doctors. They were there like five, six, seven doctors, one podiatrist, you know, All right. orthopedic sports. They're walking the, they're riding, they're riding the ride. Right. Walking and, the talk. Yeah. And, and I felt really well covered, you know, yeah. if there's any eventuality. Cause like if there's a traumatic injury, there's like several orthopedists. Yeah. yeah if, yeah. if, if my, feet started hurting there's a podiatrist uh there's like uh ob-gyn you know which ah, you won't need that no i you know somebody was going to give birth you know so uh it was all uh-huh. good it was all good and but it was a nice group of people interestingly um you know some of these people were lifelong cyclists mm-hmm. in their 60s some of them had been like very proficient cyclists when younger so they these are people who are really yeah. dedicated cyclists uh, one of the things that was interesting is there were three different types of bikes. There was like road bikes, you know, with the curved handlebars, which yeah. I used, which there were also these kind of upright, you know, sometimes when you get a little older, you know, you want an upright bike. Yeah. Uh, but very good bikes, fast Normally bikes. You see those on mountain bikes. Yeah, more like a mountain bike, but yeah. with, with narrow tires. You yeah. Know, sort of like, right. And then there were e-bikes. So there was this kind of crazy scenario. Isn't where, that cheating? Well, it is a little bit. I think it's cheating. That's but, an electric boost. But guess what? It, it extends one's longevity as a rider. I see. And so what strange thing I do, I'd be like huffing and puffing up a hill. And then some, some you know, 65-year-old lady, you know, uh, who didn't look particularly fit would be like, hi, bye. You know, it was like a zoom by me on the e-bike. They might as well be on a moped or something. No, it's not quite that because you actually do pedal a little bit. Yes. It's an assist. It's not an assist. a complete it's not like being on a motorcycle, you know. Right, 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 right. Okay. So it, it but they're they're I foresee that let's say I want to take these excursions in my eighties mm-hmm. and it, maybe I won't have the oomph, especially in a you know mountainous terrain. You'll get an e bike. It's no shame to have an e bike. Sure. You know, because especially when they perfect those battery packs that keep 
you know, uh, lighting up. They keep going on fire. <laughs> there are right. a lot of we, we didn't have a any, lot of fires. I worry, you know, the people store these things in their apartments. Yes, you know, and that that could these things could catch fire. You know, there's an e-bike store in my neighborhood that went up in flames. It was about six blocks away, mm. and I remember hearing these fire trucks. That I didn't know what was going on. Oh, no. I saw it later in the local news. Oh no! I so, said, Oh no! Yeah, that e-bike place went up in flames. Well, I think the best place. To have an e-bike fire oh. would be the middle of Death Valley because sure. there's no it's, there's no structures <laughs> there, but there's very interesting. Uh, it's it's very rugged there. There's yeah. canyons. There's beautiful colored rocks. Uh, there's sand dunes there. We went to a place that had sand dunes. Mm. We also went to the lowest place in the United States. Wow, it's called Badwater, and it is it was named Badwater because. Uh, the a prospector went there and there was water, but his mule wouldn't drink. So his mule was oh. like smart enough to realize that it was highly saline. It's all salt, yeah. very high salinity. It's yeah. like it's like five times the salinity of the ocean, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's like salt cakes all over the ground there. Wow. Uh, there used to be gold mines there. The, there used to be uh, the, you. You're not old enough to remember, but some of our listeners may remember a show mm-hmm. called 20 uh, uh, Death Valley Days. Mm-hmm. The host was Ronald Reagan. Oh. Pre-presidential, wow. pre-governor, you know, when uh-huh. he was just a you know, music star celebrity. And he was uh-huh. the congenial host of, of uh, Death Valley Days, which was sponsored by a detergent called 20 Mule Team Borax. And they're actually Borax Works in Death uh-huh. Valley. That's, that's something that oh. you get. And it's used, it's ubiquitous in a lot of industrial processes. They even put it in some pharmaceuticals, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what it is exactly. Yeah. But it, it's, uh, it's, it's a scrubbing agent, borax. Mm-hmm. I don't know, some people may use borax, you know, when they're cleaning. Sure. Uh, it might be in laundry detergent, too, borax, I think. Is yeah, a, I mean, it's like more of an, I think, an abrasive, astringent kind of thing, whatever. It's, mm-hmm. comes from the, it comes from Death Valley. They have borax mines. Wow. Um, so anyway, so interesting trip. And, you know, I promised to take one of those trips did there. it rain at all it in the it's it it's there snow- were snow flurries oh my so you if you looked at the mountains surrounding this desert area there was snow capped yeah and where we were when mm-hmm. we went to a ghost town up in the mountains there were snow flurries it was freezing wow yeah. wow wow wow, wow, we were, wow our teeth were chattering all right so the lowest temperature was what 29 degrees? degrees wow but oh and then so the the morning we're supposed to leave i wake up and I, I, I reach for the, the lamp to turn on the lamp because I was going to early before our, our, whatever, yeah. our ride or our hike. I don't know what's going on. And uh, the light doesn't go on. And then I go look at my phone and the phone's not charging. It's like, uh-oh. We had a, a hotel at a power outage because oh, the no. winds were so strong, they knocked down the power lines. So it, Oh, wow. So this is, yeah. Okay. Desert, very it's unpredictable. Desert. Yeah, and and then the other thing is, if you looked out on that uh, that morning on the the valley, it almost looked like there was a fog, but there's no there's no humidity there. I see. So it was dust. It was oh, dust. Dust in it was the so air. Much, it was a dust storm. Yeah. Wow. So wait, this is the only hotel in the area. What is one? What is is Main Street like a? Block it's a national long? park. It's a national park. It's a national park. Yeah. There's like yeah. one, there's a couple, you know, some camping areas, yeah. you know, uh, but it's, uh, it was a place called Furnace Creek. Okay. Which is named Furnace Creek because it's like... in August, it's like a furnace? It could be 130. It, that's, it, it I, is, can't, I can't wrap my brain around that I, it, it's, it's the highest temperature recorded in the United States. I think there, it's, it's only ex- exceeded by 
like Kuwait. You wow. know, had like 136 once. And, and it's a dry heat, right? You don't want to be in 130. Oh, no, no, no. In Absolutely case. not. I mean, but in humidity, that would be just yeah, yeah, completely unbearable. Yeah, yeah. There'd be that like a, like in a steam, steam bath. People you know? will be yeah. falling down. Right. Because oh. you can stand it for like 20 minutes. But yeah, yeah dry heat, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they tell you, oh. they actually have a bike store there. And they tell you in, a, in the hot months, never cycle after 10 a.m. Because it's yeah. like death. <laughs> right. And even in these cooler temperatures, you, you could just drink and drink and drink because you were... Mm-hmm. You were just exuding moisture because it was yeah. dry. Yeah. So, so you that dryness is also taking the the uh, the the moisture out of you. My yeah. lips were so chapped that whole time. Wow. I had to keep applying moisturizer to my lips. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, a lot of sun, bright mm-hmm. sun. I had to wear sunglasses. I came back with no tan, mm-hmm. and that's that speaks to the uh, latitude effect. It's quite a lot south from New York. But yeah, but it's still the time of year where you're not going to get a lot of ultraviolet. So hence, you're not going to make a lot of vitamin D. Yeah, I got I. I you're not tan like you are in the summer. Right, that's what I'm I noticing. D- I, and I used mm-hmm. a little bit of sunscreen on my nose, you know. And, yeah, but yeah. I didn't need it because it's the time of year where you wow. don't. Re- now, if we went to like maybe Mexico or Central America or the sure. Caribbean, that sun is close enough to the equator to give you a burn this time of year. Absolutely. But, in short, but, but not in, in short California. Of time, too. Not in California. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So this is like a yearly trip for you. Yeah, because I was in I was in Phoenix in the you know the mm-hmm. Sonora Desert. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna you know try to go to someplace warm. You know, That's promise great. myself a little get especially February. And I, and I need I want to cycle outside. And sometimes it's, it's nasty to cycle here. Although it's been fairly warm. Yeah. True. I've been cycling a lot this winter outside because yeah. it's not been really freezing, freezing for except for a mm-hmm. couple of days. Mm-hmm. So anyway. That's the story. Uh, So let's get to questions. And uh, just a reminder, listeners, questions at Mm drhoffman.net is the destination for questions. Uh, Let's tackle some of those queries. We've got actually... Or comments. They can be comments. Or comments, yeah. We've got actually two questions uh, about the same topic, krill oil, from both Michael and from Danny. Danny says, today's uh, 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 ANH email cites many benefits for taking krill oil. And Michael writes, do you think that one should be taking krill oil in addition to regular fish oil? Recently, I read an article on the Alliance for Natural Health website indicating that krill oil has certain benefits not found in regular uh, right. fish oil. Aren't you associated with that organization? I am associated with yes. it, and I'm actually medical director. Mm-hmm. And I you know, agreed that that is a viewpoint that can be expressed. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I am not that partial to krill. Um, and I, I, admittedly, there was a study in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition about the impact of krill oil on knee osteoarthritis. I think it was knee, mm-hmm. and that it had some efficacy. So it's not inefficacious. Yeah. I just think the it the claim is that you can take less and it's more bioavailable. That's a little bit of a sketchy claim. Mm. Uh, it also contains astaxanthin. Which, if you want, you can take regular fish oil and you can take astaxanthin separately. Astaxanthin yes. may have some benefits uh, in That's terms of... That's that pink and wild salmon. It, yeah, exactly. That, that particular exactly. antioxidant. And mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a marine uh, carotenoid, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, uh, it is something that may have beneficial effects, antioxidant yeah. effects. 
uh, eye benefits, skin benefits, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but uh, you could take it separately. I, I think that you get generally more bang for your buck with fish oil. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, the other thing... About that, krill, isn't it kind of endangered? Or that's that's it, the other thing. The sustainability. Is it, sustainability if, is important. I mean, there's got to be oceans, billions yeah. of tons of krill. It's it's a tiny organism, like a little. Yeah. You know, if you look at it closely in our magnifying glass, it looks like a little shrimp. Mm. Uh, and it is that family. It's a crustacean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, krill, you know, if we sweep up all the krill in the ocean, what are the whales going to eat? Mm. You know, and what are other fish marine eat, life going to eat? We're taking away their food, right? But, yeah. you know, I think that hopefully with the right conservation measures that they yeah. harvest it responsibly and, you know, monitor it, by marine biologists monitor it. If there should be suddenly a uh, shortage of krill, yeah. you know, have a little moratorium on the harvesting of krill. Yeah. Is, is there uh, any kind of a, a medical situation where there would be a benefit in taking both? Krill oil and fish oil. Some people hedge their bets and do that. Yeah. Okay. I, I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Michael has another question. I mean, for sheer volume, yeah. I think you're going to take, the, like, let's say you have a condition like hypertriglyceridemia, like high triglycerides. Yes. Yes. You want to take six fish oils. Mm -hmm. You know, you probably can't get that effect from just krill. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you're going to get some protective effect from krill that you may not get from yeah. pure fish oil. Yeah. Michael has another question. Are you, also, are you concerned that some major pharmaceutical companies are buying up well-known nutritional supplement companies? Do you think the quality of their supplements will be negatively impacted since they would have to they they would want to have the acquired company be lean and mean and that a profit right. a profit generation uh, generating machine? Hey, Michael, you're a poet, don't you know it? <laughs> A lean and mean, a profit generating exactly, machine. Exactly, right? exactly. Okay, yeah. so this is an interesting phenomenon uh -huh. because there is there are very few paths to real wealth. You know, because you work day in day out, you get a paycheck, and then you know Spend taxes are deductible, earn. and you know social security and Medicare. Spend less than you earn. Right, right. Well, yeah, I know that's yeah. your path to salvation. But for mm -hmm. to accumulate real, real wealth, wealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is yeah. you work, you build a company. Mm -hmm. And then you get bought out. Yes. And for 10, 20, 30 million dollars. Right, right. And they're actually, I met uh, a woman at a recent conference mm -hmm. whose job it is, she works for a big company, I won't say which company, and she scopes out which small, nimble companies mm -hmm. are ready to be bought out. Mm. And that's what happens. And there's kind of a, you know, there's a, uh, economy of scale, especially now in a very high mergers and acquisitions in a, in a regulatory environment. Yeah, in an environment where you know business costs are very great, is to have like a big uh, infrastructure mm -hmm. of management <coughs> that can actually perform all these services for you. Yeah, and let you do. It. So that's the advantage. The disadvantage is there. It changes the culture. Yeah. So you have a small company. And I like, there's a couple of companies I really love because they're holdouts against this trend. Protocol for Life Balance. Yes. Uh, they're, they're still a small family-owned kind exactly. of company. They're yeah. not small. They're very big. They, they have hundreds of employees, yeah. but yeah. they have not succumbed yeah. to that because mm -hmm. they could take a big payout. 
Yeah. But they really are dedicated. They want to, mm-hmm. you know, they enjoy the business. They want to, yes. uh, you know, continue this service to their employees and the public and blah, blah, blah. So um, what happens, mm-hmm. and then orthomolecular is another one. Oh, yes. Yeah, and they, they must get yeah. buyout offers all the time. Mm-hmm. Big, you know, uh, seven-figure, uh, no, uh, eight-figure buyout. Eight-figure, yeah. You know, and maybe nine-figure mm. buyout. Because big wow. companies generate a lot of income, mm-hmm. and that's you know, so uh, the so 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 there have been some instances where companies have been bought out where the quality has really declined, and I can remember this happened with uh, Solgar a while ago. I remember that yeah. when that but happened because so I started looking at the ingredients and saying, "What? What yeah. kind of crap were they using?" Yeah, the Solgar got bought. It's it it's, has another ownership now, and I'll yeah. tell you in a minute what some of these yes. the lay of the land on this. Yeah, but uh, there, this is—it's kind of a risky proposition. So uh, the other thing is, they—you're right—they do. They fire people. Mm-hmm. They cut to the bone. Yes, they, they come in with like a they lot. They want of, to generate profits. Yeah, they come in mercilessly, mm-hmm. and it—and they—they basically uh, get rid of a lot of stuff. Yeah, some of it is, you know, is superfluous stuff and some of it's really essential to the brand quality yeah and some of the the personalities that are associated with these companies the innovative people mm-hmm. who uh you know they they're out of a job so yes. okay so here's here's what it looks like um and the alliance for natural health does a nice they've got a nice uh I think infographic in, yes but which i found very surprising when the first time i looked at it I said what even Clorox bought out uh, yeah. some nutraceutical. So, I don't remember the name. Well, listen to this. Mm-hmm. This is Clorox. Oh. Clorox bought Rainbow Light, something called NeoCell, Natural Vitality, Champion Perform- Performance, and Renew Life. Now, these are usually retail brands, not uh, yes. physician brands. Yes. Um, the Nestle. Nestle, oh. N-E-S-T-L-E-S, Nestle's makes the very best, <laughs> but they've diversified from chocolate. Oh. They now have a, so they bought pure encapsulations, that, which, which I was that. there at the inception of that company. Yeah. I was an initial investor in that company. Really? And I made no money because I just said, thank, I give, in effect, I gave them a bridge loan. They started uh-huh. and I got no money, but then they got sold yeah. for like $30, $40 million. Wow. Uh, so... Okay. Yeah, and I'm not a beneficiary of that. Douglas Laboratories. That's very surprising. Pharmax. Mm-hmm. Genestra. Uh, Garden of Life. Oh, my. That's popular. Which is too. really kind of granola. Garden it of is. Life. And Garden it's, of life it's owned by Nestle. Wow. Okay. Um, and, uh, and Solgar, Solgar is under Nestle. So Solgar was then bought again. But now by Nestle. Yes, it's gone through. Because I don't remember the pharmaceutical that bought Solgar first. Was it Merck? Was it? I think it, it might have been Merck. No, it was American was Household it? Products. Oh, was it? it? I thought it was like a Pfizer. Wyeth Erst, I think. Wyeth Erst. Oh, okay. Wyeth Erst. Okay. Um, or maybe it was Twin Lab. Maybe I'm thinking. Remember Twin Lab Vitamins? That was yeah, a yeah, very yeah. popular brand yeah. in, in the health food stores. I remember that. Okay. Oh so, my! What else? So another. Uh, yeah. Also bought by. Nestle's. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised. Wobenzyme. Oh, no. Oh, no. Metarex, which is real popular for uh, yes. athletes. Yes. Nature's Bounty. Oh, no. Esther C. Brand. Mm. 
Puritan's Pride. Wow, that's a popular one. And a bunch of others. Bayer, which is a big pharmaceutical company. That owns Monsanto. Who do, the, yeah. what do, they, what do they own now? Oh, my. Do you think they put glyphosate in the supplements? Oh, no. They own Schiff. Oh. Mega Red. Uh-huh. Of course, one a day. Mm-hmm. Move Free. Mm-hmm. And Airborne, which you get at airports. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a company just called HGGC. I don't even know what they are. Yeah. They own Nature's Life, Zand, mm-hmm. Solar Ray, and several others. That, that, Cal. Wow. Wow. A company called DSM has bought up Culturel. Oh, no. Culturel. Okay. Uh, something called Azo, which I think is a bladder thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Estraven, which is, I don't know what that is. I think it's for hot flashes, Estraven yep. or something. Procter & Gamble owns oh, they own a lot. They own New a lot. Chapter. They own a lot. Yeah. New Chapter is the main one that you're, Metamucil, which is not really a natural right. supplement, and a bunch of others. Yeah. Uh, NMC, New Mountain Capital, acquired Gero Formulas and Natrol. Wow, Natrol. Unilever which is a owns some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neutralite uh-huh. acquired Metagenics. Metagenics was acquired? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And uh, what else? Schwabe, which is a European company, owns Nature's Way and Enzymatic Therapy and Integrative Therapeutics. Oh, you're kidding. Integrative Therapeutics and Enzymatic Therapy? So they're, they're really, wow. the trend is they're getting bought out. They are. They're getting bought out. Now, that isn't necessarily bad, but you have to watch to see if there's a, and by the way, Pfizer owns Centrum, Caltrate, and Emergency. Uh-huh. See, they're diversifying their portfolio. It's like, we can sell you vaccines, we can sell you very expensive medicines, but yeah, let's have a little diversification of our portfolio to sell people vitamins. Centrum? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, the trend is happening here. I have to I have to tell you, over in Europe, this has already been happening. Anytime my sister sends me pictures of she's trying to find certain vitamins that I've recommended for her, and of course full script doesn't doesn't uh, uh, doesn't ship to Switzerland or to anywhere in Europe, but so she'll send me pictures of a borage oil, some magnesium, B vitamins, all made under Bayer. And I'm like, are these the only, is this, yeah, this is what's available at the health food store, the here's, pharmacy, and the grocery store. These are it. Here's one you like. Huh. Kickaman, Kickaman soy Kick-a-man, sauce. Kickaman, yeah. Yeah, soy Kick-a-man, sauce. Kickaman, yes. They acquired Country Life. <gasps> what's going to happen? Interesting, huh? These so so there's there's a move I mean this is a move that's in all across uh, yes. industry is like restaurant individual restaurants are being bought up by chains yeah um, and uh, that's the economy here is a lot of consolidation yes. you know yes wow it's I mean that's why these small mm-hmm. family-owned stores you know we're seeing in the mom New York, yeah. we're seeing the mom and pop stores with a real individual character, you know, like the pizza places and the soda places and yes. the fountains, soda fountain, you know, that gave New York its its, its distinctiveness. Its charm, its character, right? They, the luncheonette. It's all national chains yeah. now, you know, pharmacies, even, banks. Even the drugstore. Uh, and uh, places like um, Chipotle, you know, yes. which is like owned by uh, Coca-Cola or, right. or something like oh, that. Oh, Coca-Cola. I don't even know what Chipotle is. So much. Is they but, even, 
have scientific advisory boards. Don't be fooled, people. You don't want to get your education from something that Coca-Cola, for example, started. So, my goodness. Yeah, Chipotle... Um, is owned by someone in particular. Mike McDonald's. Oh, my goodness. 1998. DVDs. McDonald's divested itself from Chipotle in 2006. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So M- McDonald's is trying to brand itself okay, so as a very I, family-oriented restaurant. So I retract that Coca-Cola thing. I, yeah. It's, it says Chipotle is an individual company in 2018. Okay. Okay. Right. Anyway. So this is of concern, Michael, and thank you for bringing this up. Yeah. That all of these uh, buyouts of nutrition. But I have companies. to say that pretty much our sponsors are independents. Yes. Although mm-hmm. Wakanaga is a very big Japanese company, and they yeah. make a, a, but they make mostly kaolic aged garlic extract. I yes. think. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. Several different versions right. of it. So, which are pretty good. We yeah. like it. We yeah, like it. we love it. So. All right. Good deal. Wow. Um, interesting questions. All right. When we return, more of your questions. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. Mm-hmm. And we'll take the opportunity to read some when we get back. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, today with Layla Mutin. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla.